Hello friends and welcome. This podcast is brought to you by no one. It's the first podcast that I've done. I am not that good enough to get a sponsor yet, so sorry about that. Literally, we don't even have an intro music or jingle to this. The production value is basically zero. So there you go. I've not sold it well, but it's the first one. Leave me alone. So this is the first episode of the Walking Line podcast uh, with me, your host, Ryan Walker. Thank you very much for joining us. So this one is a bit of an, it's a bit of a random one. It was an Im- random, impromptu, just off the cuff one. We were in a pub. Me and my friend Charlie. We decided to go. We're chatting shit over a few beers. So let's just do it now. So I hope you guys like it. There's a few bits and pieces we chat about. There's a few background noises, as you can imagine. It's outside. It's in a pub. So uh, I do apologise about that. The production value will increase while the, the podcast gets better, a bit more traction. So there you go. So guys, hope you enjoy it. We are currently uh, recording in the Smiths Pub in Colchester. If you ever get a chance to go down there, it's a great little gaff. Colchester is a good little place, but Smiths in Colchester, go for it. It's good fun. So guys, hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, go for it. Hello everybody, first one, we've got Charlie here. Hi guys, Charlie here. How you doing? Yeah, good thanks mate. Well done, what's happening? Well, we've had a hard week at work, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people who've had a harder week. Coronavirus, <laughs> nearly had World War III this, um, this year as well, what's going to happen next? The coronavirus, I love it, I think it's funny. Think it's funny? I won't, did you, did you, I, I said to you before, did you see the, um, the thing on LinkedIn, the guy taking a mic. He was like, uh, he was giving it. What was he doing? Well, he, he put on. Oh, Christ, I can't even remember now. I've got lost stuff. Yeah, he was. Uh, I know what you're saying. He was. What did he put? He put on. He was just like, um, oh, who? Oh, he, who? He's got a pool in the office. Saying yeah, who's, who's going to get coronavirus next? Yeah. yeah. And there's so much. There's, there's so much shit that he got from that. It was horrendous. I, I looked on it and I looked at the comments on it. There was about a hundred comments. And it was people going, how dare you? I can't believe you're going to be like this, blah, 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 blah. But I just think that's amazing because that's the British sense of humour. The thing is, is it, it's just like, if there's something bad going to happen in this country or something bad happens to society, the British are the only ones in the whole fucking world who actually take the piss out of it. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you've got you've got no leg. Okay, I'll give you a set of trousers or I'll give you some slippers. You know what I mean? It's the British tip off the lip, mate. It is great. I love it. I love it. Bear in mind, by the way, if you're listening to this, you can hear a lot of interaction we're currently in what are we we're in smith we're in, in smith's in colchester best bar in colchester yeah but one of the best bars in colchester there's no affiliation we're not sponsored by them we just like it here but um it's quite good in here we're, we're actually, this is a really impromptu podcast really isn't it it's a really impromptu yeah. one it's just that we're sitting here having a few beers we just went fuck it let's just crack it on and just do it so it's quite good exactly. why not it's not too bad but it's got a lot of stuff happening there's a lot of stuff going on there's a lot of bullshit going on as well. It's a, it's a scary time. You see um, a lot of big companies are making their people work from home. Uh, you know, you've got your manpowers, you've got your seniors' help. Companies like that are making them work from home. And, well, it's interesting. What do, you, what do you think about that? Do you think companies should be putting their people to work from home, protect them from the disease? I don't know, really. I don't, well, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think it's just going to be, like, if you want to work... Hey, everyone's making a big fucking deal of it, though, isn't it? Everyone's making a big. It's 
it's, well, we, we, oh, Europe's just been turned around to be the epicenter, and I thank Italy, Italy for that. Because Italy are, are the ones that just decide to fucking get. I feel sorry for Italy because they're fucked. They're always the first ones to get fucking something. Mm. You know what I think? They're always the first ones. Well, they're ones the first to ones to get the plague back in the day. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, it was all Italian train ships coming in from Asia bringing the plague. Everyone used to blame the Italians for it. <laughs> really didn't know yeah. that. But you know what's great? We're talking about a British sense of humour, and the Italians got the same. So I saw a video the other day. Um, all the Italian people stuck inside. There was a guy with DJ Jackson on the balcony. They've all got balconies, obviously. And um, they're all singing to each other, throwing beers to each other, and yeah. um, trying to make the best out of a bad situation, which, uh, you know, something the British and the Italians have in common, I think, that stiff upper lip, that, uh, so you know, that humour. So why did he get, why did he get um, blamed for the, the, the plague then? Where, where did yeah, from? so um, it was the Venetians and the Genoans were famous trading peoples, and uh, they were trading with the Mongols. Now, the Venetians pissed off the Mongols. <laughs> I love this. I love it that you've got so much shit. You've got, got so the Venetians pissed off the Mongols having a war with the Mongols and uh, besieging a Venetian town in Asia. And, uh, oh, we, can uh, tell, we can tell we're in a pub. <laughs> so they, uh, the Mongols started all dying of disease. So it turns out the plague from um, Inner Asia. And what the Mongols did was they started catapulting the dying people into the city to try and make the Venetians ill. So when the Venetians started to retreat back to Venice, the ones that were sick spread the plague to Venice. And Venice was trading with everyone, so everyone got it. It's a bit like someone on someone who's got a cold goes on the tube. Everyone's gonna get the cold. That's fucking mental. It's crazy. I think that's that um, wiped out at least three fifths of the European population. It's fucking crazy, that man. I can't lie to you. It's fucking good times. Good time. <laughs> well, it's not good times. No, it's it's funny. It's funny. It's kind of. Do you know what? Right, I think. Wuhan, it, the, the, I call it the Wuhan. I love calling it the Wuhan. I think everyone calls it the coronavirus, right? I like calling it the coronavirus, but I like calling it the Wuhan because I think that's such a cool, better name. I just like the Wuhan. But, um, I love. But um, it's quite funny. So we're just getting a bit sidetracked as there's a few people behind us chatting away. But um, the worst thing I, I don't like talking about the Wuhan. I don't like talking about the Wuhan. It just does my head on. What worries me is the fact that everyone's shutting down and um, we were having a talk from some really good businessmen at work and they were saying that actually it's, it's not such... It, the thing is the world economy needs to keep going. People aren't going to stop buying things. Right, the economy's going to keep going. So why is everyone shutting down and bunkering up and hiding? Right, why? The world economy is going to keep going. Yeah. And I think the opportunities are out there for the people that want to seize the opportunities, people that actually want to try and do things differently. So you're seeing people working from home, doing really successfully. And I think what this proves is that the office, the office model, the model of people working in offices and having to do a nine to five day, going into commuting into London from uh, places like Suffolk and Essex and having to spend so much on trains, I think it's actually showing that you don't need to do that. I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I, you know, I have to do a two-hour commute every day into work. But the idea that you can work from home as effectively, surely more companies are going to start doing this from like working where you pay less for the office and you get the same level of productivity, if not better. Yeah. People aren't tired, getting up early. People can actually work from home and do a good job. It's a hell of a statement, man. Very well spoken. I love it. It's. <laughs> it's, I think it's the modern. I think it's the modern outlook on things that. Actually, well, the thing is, you don't need an office to do your job anymore, do no. you? You don't need. You don't need to sit there behind a desk to do what no. you need to do. Because the thing is, the thing is, is what it is. You've got 
everything in your office at home. The only thing that is that's different is your employers won't actually trust you. It's the trust involved. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to when you're actually working with someone. Do they trust you enough to work from home? Mm. I spoke to my boss the other day there. Obviously, I won't mention names. I don't want to be um, sacked or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, um, he, he turned around. He goes, yeah, I'd lo- I, no problems work from home. But how do I know that you're working from home? And how it's the I- fair statement. And I, obviously, I run my own business for like, what, four years? And I could not, it took me a long time to really sort myself out. Because I used to say, this is bad, this. Well, because I had a, 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 Rhiannon was first born, my daughter, and she was, used to take her to the childminder. And uh, I used to take her there, and my ex Mrs. Kim at the time used to go off to work. To take her to the childminder, I used to come back, and I was supposed to be working from home. Nine times out of ten, I would, I'd literally put my feet up and watch Jeremy Kyle when it was still on. Hmm. And, um, <laughs> got, and it's so hard to get into the swing of it, working from home. That is the problem. They don't realise that you're actually like, uh, you're working. Do you think then that actually, what should change? I understand why bosses don't trust people necessarily, because actually, you think how much money people put in start businesses, how hard they work to get them to the level where they can actually start employing people, how much money a business owner puts into things. I can understand why they don't trust people, but um, in my opinion, what could what needs to change in order to allow more remote working is more stringent interview processes, actually getting to know what someone's gonna, how someone's gonna react under pressure, how hard someone's gonna work and how dedicated they are. Yeah. I think the people that want to make money, that wanna make a difference, will work as hard from home as they would at the office and actually be more effective, as I said, more comfortable, more time in bed, so well, more better rested and actually not so worried about money because you're not spending as much money buying lunch out at work as well and that's a big thing you know around my office either I get home late every night so I don't have time to make food unless I want to not have good sleep so around my office I spend <laughs> I spend at least three four quid a week uh, a day sorry uh, three four quid a week that'd be brilliant three four quid a day on lunch that adds up but what's the alternative stay up all night cooking and not get enough sleep so I'm not as effective at work so that seagull above you just said that just laughed at that they can laugh at it, but <laughs> you know what it is, though? It is, it, is a, it is a thing, though. Lots of people actually are buying food, even at a Tesco meal deal. Three pounds. Don't diss Tesco meal deal. Tesco meal deal is off the chain. It's lovely, but... Do you know, notice that the, the, the Tesco, you get a Tesco meal deal, but the co-op meal deal is not as good. Hmm. That's but it's £15 a week. There is other, there £60 is, a month. That's, there is that's a lot. There is obviously other um, uh, supermarkets available. We're not subsidised by that. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that. I suppose a lot. I, I still don't tell you. You know what I mean when they yeah. mention a product name. Well, exactly. You see um, lots of companies. See, <laughs> what, uh, you see uh, BM, You see an Aston Martin in every single James Bond film. He's always drinking Heineken. Yeah, what? Well, oh, because he spawns, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. He sponsor shit. I tell you what, films are fucked up right now. I don't think so. You don't see uh, random um, KFC popping up in Marvel, do you? No, you see random pizza places though, don't you? No, that's that's Disney. Was that Disney? And that's kind of an in-joke. You have the same pizza van in every single Disney Pixar film. Yeah, but Disney are going to take over the road at some point, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet, I bet, we're going to have people with... Uh, people. With, are you getting your tin hat out for this? I'm getting my tin hat. I honestly think Disney are going to take over the fucking world. They're, the, they're like the Skynet of entertainment at the minute. Um, well, look, 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 at, look at the past. They, they, bought, they bought Lucas Films originally, didn't they? Yeah. And then they bought Fox. So the first one they bought was Marvel. Marvel. The then Lucasfilms, then, then Lucasfilms, then Fox. I tell you what, they're going to buy Sony. I'm telling you, they're going to buy Sony. Yeah, 100%. I've said this for a long time. They are going to buy Sony. What do you mean you got? 
I said this for a long time, too. We're in agreement. Did, I get, did I get this from you? I, I probably you, thought that. You from probably you. might have got this from me. I yeah. probably got it from you. Then. <laughs> then I'm going to buy. I, I honestly, but not the whole thing because Sony's too big. Sony Entertainment. Yeah, they're the definitely. film industry. The only thing I think Sony's got going for it at the moment, considering how much their Spider-Man films have flopped, um, is probably the PlayStation. Yeah, they can't do that. The PlayStation's amazing. Well, not as good as Xbox though. Well, we might disagree about that, but you could see, you could say that you're a PlayStation fan and Xbox fan. I love that. But um, it's interesting how um, new players are starting to come onto the field. So uh, Google are trying to bring oh, up no, the stadia. No, no, the stadia's bullshit. The, the, the stadia. What do you call it? The stadia or the stadia? Uh, it's bullshit. You see, you see when, they, when they first brought it out, they turned around and said, oh yeah, we're going to be revolutionising gaming and all that sort of stuff. But then they turned around and said, oh yeah, you, you have to subscribe to it. It's like a Netflix. And then, uh, and then um, you still have to buy the fucking uh, the game as well so you're buying the subscription to Stadia so you're basically buying it like Netflix but yeah. instead of being like Netflix you're actually buying the game now I'm going to say something a quid. bit controversial here oh, I like I, I like the um, subscription model I think if well, they look, if look, you at, didn't, look at uh, uh, Game Pass yeah exactly and the same with um, PS Plus I think what does PS Plus do? so the same as uh, Game Pass and Xbox you can get old games for free no no no, no but the difference with PS is they don't have a subscription model like um, Game no, Pass no it's exactly the same as Game Pass but it's not what's different? you get it's, it's games you, you get like exclusive games like brand new games like uh, Crackdown and Gears of War they came out ex- for Game Pass all, as, all PlayStation have got is yeah you can play old games that's it. You can buy all games for it. They don't have it like you buy subscription like an mm. extra. I think it was. I pay for. I mean, I'm an Xbox fan. I always have been. I pay for Xbox subscription and the Game Pass, and it's ten ninety nine. But I can get. I've got a whole catalogue, and they've turned around, and everyone's turned around. It's revolutionised the industry. But with Google Stadia, it's bullshit. But I like the subscription model. <laughs> I think. I'd rather pay £15 a month, even £25 a month, and have as many games as I want. The mistake they've made is that you have to buy the games as well. You'd got to 25 quid a month for that? Yeah. Really? Well, you think how much you'd pay for... How much did you pay for call, new Call of Duty? I paid 50 uh, quid for it. Yeah, I paid 50 quid. I'd get it. How much, how much would you pay? How much did you... Uh, I, I didn't buy the new FIFA. My brother bought, bought it for me. Thank you, Bobby. No, no, no. But, no. Tell um, the story about the FIFA. Tell the story about the FIFA. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, my brother being an idiot... Um, ordered two copies of FIFA accidentally but he got it delivered to our childhood home can I just say something anyone who buys anything two of anything accidentally is a bit of an idiot anyway sorry Bobby but you still are so he got it delivered to our old childhood home which for me <laughs> childhood home back in the castle days uh, it's a bit of a trek for me it's uh, oh, probably it's not it's a, it's, it's a fucking train ride a 50 minute and then ride. about a 25 minute walk oh yeah it's actually Manningtree by the way guys Manningtree shout out to my hometown and um, yeah, it was a bit of a trek to get there, but rather than paying, again, probably 50 quid. Rather than, again, paying probably 50 quid for a game. So when you say 25 quid a month for a new game, is paying 25 quid for a new game is probably a bit much. Yeah. Um, 25 quid for a subscription model. Uh, have as many games as you want for the month. I think that's a fair deal. But Google, Whoa, you know what though, Google, I think Google yeah. are actually on the cutting edge of technology at the moment. So Microsoft are doing all their AI things, really cool. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Microsoft Optic doing the VR headsets, everything like that, it's really cool. But Google, Google's cloud, so Google um, GCP, Google Cloud Platform, is coming up and overtake, going to overtake Azure and overtake AWS, so Microsoft and Amazon Cloud services soon. Google are trying to revolutionize the gaming uh, industry. 
Google smartphones will probably start to take off very soon. And they're at Google the co- smartphones? Yeah. Google smartphones have been for ages. No, but they've been on the periphery still. You know, you, you think of your Huawei. Huawei. You think, Huawei. yeah, you, you think of your... Call it? Huawei? It's Huawei. Huawei? No, Huawei. Huawei. Is, yeah, I used to Huawei. call it, because I look at it, I go, Huawei. But, you know, when you think of your smartphones, <laughs> you think of your Huaweis, your OnePluses, your, um, your Androids, your, even your iPhones nowadays, but they're starting to fall behind. But Google trying to take over everything, and you know what? I think the Stadia will be a success when they figure out how to charge it. And I think the Google Google um, Cloud is going to be a success. And I think Google will be the Google will be the dominant force, much like Disney dominant force in in uh, media. I think Google would, will be the dominant force in technology. So what would happen, right? What would happen if Google and Disney joined forces? Well, could be. Uh, <laughs> was it? Google. They can call it Dougal. <laughs> they can mm-hmm. call it. Du- that is a cracking name. We've just sorted something out of here, right? We've but got Dougal. It is. It's, it's. It's a time where a lot of the smaller companies are having to go into new things like IoT, Internet of Things. There's a lot. The small boutique companies are actually dominating that. Uh, digital payments. Small boutique companies dominating that. Yeah. But what you'll see is the larger companies will buy these companies up. You're seeing a lot of mergers and acquisitions this year, a yeah. lot and 2019, a lot more than you did before. And what's going to be exciting about that is that you're going to see your Disney's, your Google's, your Microsoft's, even your Apple's starting to actually really, really dominate the market. And Apple are falling behind. Apple were the dominant force for 3G, with 4G, but who's the dominant force for 5G? Why? But, but Apple is still the second biggest company in the world. Who's uh, 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 apart from Amazon? Exactly, but Amazon. We're just fucking forgot about Amazon. No, Amazon. Uh, Amazon are huge, but Amazon, with the established force for Amazon Web Services, was the big thing that made them big. You know, the Amazon's online store is almost a bit of a vanity project for them because it doesn't make them anywhere near as much money as AWS does. Well, AWS is a big thing for them. But that's no longer its, its reputation is that it was the first one, the established one. Just to jump in there, talking about the financial stuff, I just I just looked. Adam, he just texted me. Guys, if you don't know who Adam is, Adam is uh, he's one of our mates, and um, he's a business owner, bless him. He's probably, if he listens to this, how you doing, buddy? He's a very successful business owner. Very, very successful. He's doing well. He owns uh, Akala Healthcare. Um, if you guys need any healthcare needs within the Suffolk area, uh, phone Akala Healthcare, akalahealthcare.co.uk. Adam, I will expect my royalty check in the fucking mail. <laughs> um, that's a free advertisement for you, bastard. And but, we um, are endorsed by Akala Healthcare. <laughs> no, we're not endorsed by anyone. Don't listen to him. Um, so he, he, he went to um, he went to um, uh, one of those like kind of conferences. You know the, the the Grant Cardone ones. He wanted me to go. Ten X. The te- it was the Ten X. It was the one that happened in Birmingham hmm. last year. And he wanted yeah. me to go, and I didn't go, but he ended up going. And it was one with Gary V and all that. And he listened to some guy on there, and um, he was uh, talking about the economy. Yeah. And uh, he was like, he was like. Ryan, he phones me up, he's like, Ryan, I had this great, the, the whole day was shit, but this guy came on, he talked about the economy, he talked about what's going on, and I really believe there's going to be a massive economic crash happening next year. And this, is, this was in September. And ever since September, I swear to you, every week, he is coming on, he talks about it. He talks about it every week. He talks about it every week. And uh, he's talking about economic crash. And he, he, he's like some sort of financial mogul. Bless him. He's going to kill me because I'm slating him. But the reason why I'm saying this, right? He just texted me and went, Economic crash, Monday, question mark. 
That's what he just takes me on WhatsApp. Well, it is actually interesting that he says that. So, um, new government legislation on the coronavirus is coming out on Monday. And um, slightly worrying is that the police are going to are set to are set to give, give him bigger powers. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's... And, um... Thing is though, it's. Do you think it's gonna? Do you think it's gonna crash? It depends how long it goes on for. So there's a um, vaccine coming up for coronavirus. Um, yeah, but, but that's not gonna happen to me. Yeah, exactly. It's set to come out May June time. Right? Can I just say that? Right? The 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 coronavirus has been out for a long time. It's been out since June. It's gonna come May. It hasn't been out it? since June. Uh, not June. Sorry, um, December. Je- Why the fuck did I say June? Uh, December. December. January. Wasn't it? Oh, by the way, conspiracy theory. Have you heard a new conspiracy theory about this Wuhan? I know we keep going on back to Wuhan, but it's, 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 it's yeah, a hot it's topic. It's a topical thing. Have you seen what it's going on? They said that because the, the, the I keep calling it Wuhan, sorry, the coronavirus, oh, COVID-19 is the new name. Yeah. COVID-19. They've turned around and said <clears> that, the, I'm going to be controversial here, but the, the, the Chinese created the COVID-19 virus to get rid, to basically kill off the older generation of the Chinese because they're living too long. How bad is that? That's not, I'm not saying that's, that's a conspiracy theory. I don't agree with that. I think if... <laughs> You're like, I'm being recorded, I need to be sensible. No, 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 no. Put it this way, right? If you were going to create a virus to kill people, you'd create a virus that kills people, not that gives them an extreme version of the flu. The sniffles. It's not the sniffles. I don't want to get pneumonia, so... That is just basically pneumonia, no? But you'd, give, you'd create a virus that actually, you know, something like smallpox, that would actually kill a lot of people. Yeah. You look at the actual death toll, it's not that high. The traditional flu has a far greater death toll. Spanish flu killed millions. This has killed, I think, just over just over 2,000 people. Sorry, no. Well, it's not, it's not great. And anyone that I feel my heart goes out to anyone that has been affected by it. But I think it's a case of actually, does, is it as serious as we're worrying about? It's very infectious. And it's quite—it's a scary thing that this that infectious. But then you look at the common cold, you look at the traditional flu that infects thousands of people per year and kills infinitely more people per year. And I think it's—I think it's a new millennium bug, if I'm honest. In the millennium bug, that was so, a, no. But I think yeah. people—I think people are over. Are the slightly millennium bug wasn't even a bug; it, it wasn't even a disease. No, but it's the same—it's the same principle, right? People overreacted to the millennium bug because they thought. Or the computer's going to well, crash. Who was involved in that? Who, who, who was involved in that? It was the media. It was the media who was involved in that, to be fair. And um, they were the ones that basically fucking hyped it up and everything. They turned, I remember back in the 2000s, they turned around and said that, um, oh yeah, planes are going to fall out of the sky and all that sort of stuff because of the, the way computers were built and they couldn't congregate or they couldn't handle going to 2000 and everyone's going to reset mm. and is it and the, I think the Wuhan is a similar as you I say the you, Wuhan I love, it, I love it you call the Wuhan now well, I've, I've been, started a trend now <laughs> we're going to call it the Wuhan I got that from a girl from work She's I think like, honestly I do, I do think though it's sorry a similar for the guys sort in, of sorry for the guys in Wuhan you know what I mean I do think it's a similar sort of principle it is a scary thing it's a new thing on the scene that requires attention but people are overreacting to it you see people on the tube wearing gas masks <laughs> they don't just wear gas masks, they wear see-through bins in their head. But honestly, it's well, what makes me laugh is that actually the advice <coughs> is that we need to wash our hands. So, uh, Make you know, sure you sing happy birthday at the same time. Who Have we? Have people not been washing their hands when they go to the toilet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have people not been washing their hands when they sneeze? Like, 
Yeah, it's like, have you not, you, you dirty bastard, you'll be washed and handed. This is the, the, the girl I work with, right? She, she goes through the, the toilet roll situation. She goes through 24 toilet rolls in a week, no, 12 toilet rolls in a week. And I said, why is that? Why did you go through it? How many poos do you do a week or a day? But she goes, oh, it's because she's got three dogs. She wipes a dog's ass with toilet roll. That's dedication. And I'm like, what? You wipe your own dog's ass? What happened to the old school time when your dog used to wipe its own ass, like rubbing it against the floor? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you not remember? You sit there and go, what's it doing? Oh, no, no, it's actually got worms. That's why. But still. I just think that we're the last, I think this could be the last time we mention the Wuhan. Yeah, we need to go off the Wuhan subject. But in my opinion, it's a scary thing that needs to be noticed. But it's also, it's not something that we need to go panic by toilet roll and actually be selfish about it. And anyone that's panic buying toilet roll and hand sanitizer, you're a scumbag because you're still going to get ill because everyone around you is going to get ill. Exactly. Be that sensible. Thing. Yeah, guys, if you listen, let's be sensible. Stop being a dick. And plus, past that, I went into um, I went into um, as, uh, not Asda, Audi. Audi the idea they had to get some pasta. Fucking gone. Bit devastated at that. I was looking forward to my Audi pasta and bolognese sauce. Can I clarify? We are not sponsored by Audi. We're not sponsored by Audi either. <laughs> uh, there is other supermarkets available. <laughs> the thing is. That's what it is. But yeah, so it's all shut up. But films, let's get let's get away from the Wuhan subject. The Wuhan subject upsets me. Well, the thing that's it's even more upsetting about films though, the new James Bond. What's happened with the James Bond? It's been delayed. Well, I, to be fair, I'm getting upset with James Bond anyway. I think you've got an actor that doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you've got uh, an idea that uh, you've got a super spy, which doesn't exist anymore anyway, um, that can seduce women and actually be a bit of a womanizer. And a man who can go through uh, an entire army single-handedly. I think it's an outdated concept. Well, not concept. be funny. Have you ever watched Commando? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever watched Commando? It's a bit before my time. Oh my god, that was the best film ever. Right, Commando is the best film. If you ever get like, can I? You have a few beers one night. You're sitting there chilling. You don't want to watch anything. You ever watch Commando? Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's probably the 80s. 80s films are so ridiculous and so funny. I think you're showing your age a bit here. Oh, I'm showing my age a bit, but I tell you what, it's the most quoted film apart from Anchorman because Anchorman's a different quoted film but Commander oh, you need to watch that the, 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 the cheesy one liners in that and he's a similar sort of one man army but exactly though let off some steam Bennett <laughs> um, that's my point though it is an outdated concept that belongs in the 80s and 90s I like James Bond as much as the next guy but it is you know we, we joke about not being sponsored by these big corporations but James Bond is an example of that he's always sip, he's always driving the latest Aston Martin always sipping a Heineken beer he and he brings in these concepts that when Ian Fleming first wrote the books back in the back in the middle of the 20th century when when was that was it the 60s I don't want to put a date on it because I'm sure that our some one of our listeners will probably uh, see this is me. we need a, need a guy next to us with a computer next to us like the guy but, we need a Joe hmm. Rogan guy what's his name I don't know I don't I, you, you don't listen to Joe Rogan no you fucking suck um, we need a guy who, Jamie we need a Jamie next to us a Jamie PC guy to sit there and google this but stuff for us. even so when Ian Fleming first wrote the James Bond books it was actually in the wake of the First World War I know that much because he fought in the First World War yeah he was a spy wasn't he yeah he was a spy. but he wrote the books back when the prevailing attitude was these womanising sexist views and I think that they don't belong in today's society I love James Bond but I like it because it's a spy film where, you know, you get to see some nice cars and some cool action. What do you think about James Bond as a woman? I think it's Careful. going too far. And maybe some feminists listen to this, they'll stab you. No, no, no. There's some fucking crazy bastards. No, I, no, no, I don't think that. I, 
look, I think a feminist is someone that believes in equality. Yeah. And I think we're both feminists. We both believe in equality because we're not douchebags. But <laughs> I think I think that sometimes people go a bit far. But I think the idea of James Bond being a woman doesn't generally work with the genre. Well, one thing is they can't call it James. What you could call it, James? Called Jamie. Jamie. There you go. Jamie Bond. Jamie Bond. This is like somebody that's like run the back from your, 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 your like from your school. You know what I mean? Like, who's that? Oh, that's Jamie Bond over there. Jamie Bond's coming to see me. I don't know if it's a Scottish thing, but... But then, actually, coming back to that point, though, like, we thought a female Doctor Who wouldn't be a successful thing, and I, I actually watched a couple of those episodes. She's all right, the new, Jamie, the new Doctor Who. Okay, it will, cool. never, it will never be David Tennant, but I think... Oh, is that your favourite one? Uh, of course, I love David Tennant, Matt Smith. Uh, Peter Capaldi was all right, but I didn't love the storylines. I didn't really... To be fair, I only watched it. I didn't watch... I only watched the... Um, the Doctor Who from David Tennant onwards mm. I didn't, well from David Tennant I didn't watch anything else after that oh what you didn't watch the Chris Wilkinson no I didn't oh, no, no, he I, was I brilliant I know I didn't, he was only <clears> in it for one season because he, he got pissed off didn't he yeah he doesn't like the BBC but um, well, who does like the BBC well, I loved um, I loved uh, I, I loved Matt Smith because because um, uh, I thought his companions were really cool you know I liked Rory um, he's like the ginger girl that's why she was fair. oh she went on to do big things didn't she yeah she's she's had a great what, um, MCU career uh, Karen Gillan. <laughs> even know her name straight off. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> oh, what's her name? No, straight off the bat. The ginger girl from Doctor Who. I like straight off the she's bat. She's very talented. She was in um, Guardians of Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's never in the Avengers. She was in there. She was very. She was. Um, oh, what's her name? Nebula. Nebula. A Thanos daughter. Yeah, yeah. I, just want to ask you that. I did like that. But talk about films, though. The exciting thing is um, the new Thor movie is um, Kristen Bale set to be the villain. Who's he going to be though? It's going to be Beta Ray Bill. Is he? He's Bait, not the villain so, though. Yeah, no. So Beta Ray Bill originally started as a villain. Someone who fought for, picked up the hammer, Mjolnir. Yeah. Uh, beat the, the crap out of four, and then got given a got given um, Stormbreaker by Odin. Wow. And that's why they had to create a new hammer for four. So he got given Mjolnir by Odin, sorry, and they created Stormbreaker for four. But what's also exciting is that. Um, yeah, but Beta Ray Bill looks like a goat. How is Christian Bale going to turn into a goat? Uh, have you seen some of Christian Bale's transformations? <clears throat> the GOAT greatest yeah. of all time. And also, he, uh, when he turned into that really fat guy for the CIA movie. Do you know one, the best film that I've actually seen, Chris? Yeah. Because he, he talked to Gary Oldman, he goes, what do you do? He goes, lots of hours in makeup, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the best one I've seen Christian Bale do is, uh, what is it, is it the, the Fighter with Mark, uh, yes. Mark Wahlberg? And I thought that was a really, really good film. Just the reason why the, the, the camera's was going round and he's like, oh, it's my big comeback and all that sort of stuff. But it wasn't because it's he, good in American it was a smacker. Which is basically an unfilmable book. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm. American Psycho's like, like, a good film. Bigger. You're turning this into a movie? Okay, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Interesting, but it was good, though. Mm. It was good. I did like that. But yeah, Christian was a good actor. Yeah. Batman. Uh, and honestly, I think uh, DiCaprio is another actor who. Um, He'll I never think, go to Marvel though. He'll no. never do any superhero sort of film. But He's... DiCaprio got an Oscar for the wrong film. Not unless Scorsese Oh yeah. Now DiCaprio got an Oscar. That was a sympathy Oscar because he should have got it for Wolf of Wall Street. And he should have got it for Django. And he got... No, not He was for, brilliant uh, in Django because he played no. someone that was so unhinged and such a disgusting person. Yeah, basically. Overall. But the thing is he should have got it for Wolf of Wall Street. But um, everyone yeah. kicked off about it, so they had to get it for his next film, which was Revenant. And, and I think I, Revenant, I've not seen Revenant. Revenant is your typical Oscars film. 
not particularly entertaining. Exactly, they went through some horrible things to make that movie, but it just wasn't entertaining. Uh, I'm going to get some fanboys abusing me for this, but it wasn't entertaining. I think the most entertaining um, DiCaprio film was probably Wolf of Wall Street. That was a good film, though. Uh, yeah, and Shutter Island was weird. Shutter Island was yeah, a bit, yeah, it. it's a bit trippy, isn't it? Like, was he actually, a, was he actually a mental patient? It's a great, it's a great twist. The twist at the end was fantastic. Yeah, You're like, oh, that's a fuck, that's a proper like, holy shit, what the fuck's just going on right now, movie? And exactly. And I think as well, uh, but I think DiCaprio is, he's a controversial figure. I like DiCaprio. I think he's good. You see the bit when he did with the. Um, and um, you see the bit we did with Lady Gaga when he walked through the Oscars no. and Lady Gaga was walking past he was like ooh fuck yeah but I think uh, the, I think The Revenant was one of those films that was designed <coughs> to get an Oscar but wasn't designed to be an entertaining film now another example of that would probably be Black Panther honestly I, like, I thought Black Panther was alright it's an entertaining film it's alright it's probably the same level as Captain Marvel and Iron Man 1 entertaining good way to start off the franchise but too geared at getting an Oscar for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but the thing is, though, the, the way they did the Black Panther and Captain Marvel films, it was basically filling in gaps. Mm. It was filling in gaps so they could do... Basically, everything that happened was mm. building up to um, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. That's all it was. So they were filling really in gaps. If that Black Panther came out when it was actually supposed to be like a proper film on its own, I think it would have done a lot, lot better. And I think if it had come out at a similar, if Captain Marvel and Black Panther had come out either before Iron Man 1 or a similar time, they would have been received in the same way as Iron Man 1. It's not a fantastic film, but it's a cult classic because of what it started. Yeah. Do you know, th- do you, do you know that actually uh, they filmed Endgame with Captain Marvel before, before Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel film. Yeah. I was like, it's what? It's insane. But what's interesting is Black Panther is considered a cult classic. Captain Marvel was considered pandering to like social justice film. warriors yeah. and feminists. But actually, I like Captain Marvel. It's an entertaining film. Yeah, it's not the best one. But it definitely shouldn't be uh, dismissed because it's Brie Larson. She's a great actress. I not hate though. Yeah. But it's similar to Natalie Dormer. Is Natalie Dormer? No. Um, what's her name? The, 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 the lady that does four. That's her oh, Natalie girlfriend. Portman. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. She Another awesome. reason why I'm I, excited. I've got a massive crush on Natalie Portman. Oh, really? Yeah, ever since she did Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. Wars but that's she was a, a bit too young for that. That's another reason why Thor is going to be a really good film, because she's going to come into it as the new Thor. Yeah. I'll, I'll and she's actually going to get a chance to shine in the MCU. She was cool, though. She's cool. I liked her, and she's been a lot. So, have you seen the one with um, the, the song that she does for Lonely Island? Natalie's rap. Oh no! Oh, you know, see, oh, you don't hear that. Oh, you need to no, no Lonely Island with yeah, um, Andy Peralta. Sandberg and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Jake Peralta. <laughs> they do. They, he had that. He had um, Natalie's rap. Yeah. And it is fucking hilarious. It's literally her being like, just swearing the head off. She just goes to town on everyone. She's like, fuck you, this. this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem uh, diss track, really, isn't it? No, not it's completely. No, it's a, it's a piss take. Oh it's, yeah, it's completely. It, it's taking the mick out of those sort of diss tracks and the uh, the sort of. In my opinion, I, I've seen, I've heard of it before. Yeah, it's good fun. Now you mention it, it does so remind me of it. Fine. I like that. I don't like. But that speaking of, of uh, speaking of topical things, so Tyson Fury recently came out and said that he's looking to retire soon after his next fight. Really? I don't think that's going to happen. I think he should. I don't. I think he cannot retire until he fights Joshua. Well, no, he's, that's the next fight. No, he's it's next, not. Joshua's fighting someone else. So he's fighting... Yeah, Joshua's fighting someone else. No, but Fury's got to have another fight against Wilder. It's in his contract. 
Oh, you actually uploaded because there was a contract clause yeah. and said that because because Fury's camp tried to pay off Wilder to say don't take the rematch, mm. and Wilder said no, I'm going to. I don't think he's regretting that now. Well, no, no, this is now. So this is after he won. He beat Wilder last time. So because uh, the only good fight that everyone nobody wants to see another Wilder uh, Wilder Fury fight. They've no. seen it. They've done it. Exactly. Let's go. It'd on be to like a, It would be That's like, like Eddie Horn has turned around and said nobody wants to see. It. He was gutted. He said he was well pissed. They must have chucked a lot of money at Wilder for that. Hmm. A lot of money. And I think they did chuck a lot of money at him. I'd actually read it. I think Wilder should fight Joshua for the privilege of fighting Fury. Nah, 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 nah. Because nah, Wilder be, will kick the fuck at Joshua. Everyone wants to see Fury Wilder. You know what it is? Fury, uh, I, Fury think, I actually think Joshua, <clears throat> when he's on form and the height of his powers, is a mixture of both Wilder and Fury. He's a smarter boxer than Wilder, so he's a bit smart boxer like Fury, not as smart as Fury, but he's also got the punching power. He's also got the punching power of Wilder. So I think he's actually going to absolutely smash Wilder because anyone no um, Joshua's going to smash Joshua. Wilder because right. anyone that can actually box well can probably beat Wilder well no not really the thing is is what they, they turned around have you seen the story why Fury uh, um, actually beat Wilder because he got trained how to actually knock people out no 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 this is the thing it's, it's a great story this because what happened was you know when Fury the first fight he got knocked down yeah. which is a great fucking knockout by the way and a great jumped out I can't believe it but what he turned around he realised he's on that if you watch that 12th round back you see that Fury went for him Fury went to Wilder yeah. and he went and you see Fury, um, Wilder was like oh what the fuck and he realised on that 12th round and it was his trainers that realised it that if you actually go to Wilder and go at him he doesn't know what to do because he's so used to fighting people who back off and Wilder's in control and he can fucking do what he wants but when someone goes to him and attacks him, Wilder doesn't know what to do. Hmm. Hence the reason, that's the second fight between Fury and Wilder. That's what Fury did straight away. If you've seen the first bell, the first round, Fury came rushing out in the, in the middle bit, came rushing out and he went for it. And that's what happened. That's why Fury, because Wilder does not know how to, he, he's in the back foot, doesn't know how to fight in the back foot. Yeah. And he did that, he didn't know how to do it. That's why Fury took him out. If you put him, uh, if you put Fury, if you put Wilder against Joshua, I think it'd be the most boringest fight in the world. Because well, it's going to be like two. It's going to be like the same sort of thing with Tyson and Holyfield. It's like, oh fucking yeah, they're going to stand there for ages and just wait for the knockout punch. It's stupid. But they're both power punches. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be like two Mixed Titans up. clashing, and it's going to be brilliant it's because be Joshua is going to go at Wilder. Wilder's not going to know what to do. And I don't Wilder's think going Joshua will go at Wilder because Wilder and Joshua are the same sort of fighter. But when what? Mm. Uh, so with Klitschko and Joshua, it, and that was a brilliant fight. Do you know what's going to happen? Yeah, but the thing is, you do know what's going to happen because Joshua can't take a punch. You know he can't take a hit. He took a hit from Klitschko. Yeah, but he, went, yeah, but he put him in his ass. I mean, I'm but not going to lie. I think put, a hit from Klitschko would probably kill us. Yeah, Klitsch, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Klitschko, not in his prime. Fury fought Klitschko in his prime, and he beat him. But Joshua fought Yeah, you talk about boring fights. That would, Yeah, it was a boring fight, but he showed him that. But the thing is, though, all Wilder was going to do is going to sit there and wait for that one hit. And when he hits that hit, basically he, he's going to hit Joshua into the phantom mm. zone. You know what I mean? He's going to hit him out. He's not going to take him on. He's going to oh, when Joshua hits, or when Joshua hits Wilder, it will do the same. Yeah. When Joshua hit Klitschko, there's this incredible photo of Klitschko's neck being stretched up. Well, like a giraffe. Like a giraffe, exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I mean, I think we're talking about boring fights. We can't get any more boring than um, than Mayweather versus 
Well, McGregor. No, no, Mayweather McGregor was good. It was but Mayweather Pacquiao. versus Pacquiao, the most yeah. hyped, overhyped fight, the most boring fight. It was shit on it. It, it was, was a bit like the Champions League Spurs versus Liverpool. <laughs> An anti-climax. <laughs> well, because you're a Spurs fan, you got beat. It was a boring game. I think everyone will agree. Oh, Apart from the Liverpool fans. Yeah, Liverpool fans. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you didn't deserve to get beat. Yeah. I think both. I think the semi-finals actually were incredible performances from both teams, and they should have been the finals. If I'm totally honest, because they were better than the final. Final was a cagey affair that was won by. A well, not being funny, but if you're you're going to be in a final, you're going to sit there and you're going to be cagey. You're not going to put so much like oomph into it because it's the final of the Champions League. It's like the final of the World Cup. No one's going to go all out because you have to be tactical and that's why Spurs sensible. lost because Spurs Spurs have got one of the best attacks ever with, K- with Kane and Son one of the best one of the best uh, midfield striking partnerships ever true yeah I met and that. Spurs' strength is in attack or at least it was until we lost our entire attack to and each then, then you then you then about what happened in, in February you lost Kane and then what happened in March we lost Son, <laughs> and, oh, shit. Uh, we lost the, and we lost our midfield we lost Soko Soko good as well yeah Soko's oh, injured Jesus exactly um, yeah, you, guys you know, Mourinho's, Mourinho's the special manager, but what can you do? Oh, yeah. Well, you're, you're not got... doing as bad as United. United did all right. They got, they got through in the UEFA. Well, yeah, you know, you know, United. Sorry, the Europa. I think that's probably what happens when you spend hundreds of millions to get a mediocre team. <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> Saying that, the guy up front, the Nigerian guy up front, is doing shit hot. Yeah. He's doing all right. He's is that Chowdhury? Yes. Is it Chowdhury? I don't know his name. I can't remember his name is. He's the guy with a massive afro. No, 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 I know you're talking about, no, no, he's a mature. The guy up front from, what's the guy, the, he's a Nigerian guy, African guy, can't remember his name, Nongolo, I want to say, I don't know. Uh, d- uh, to be honest, I don't follow Man United, I find them boring. Oh dear God, there's, uh, there's always one mate, and there's always one, and you're a fucking two of them. Uh, to be right. fair, I've stopped watching, uh, to be honest, I've lost interest in football since we went out of the Champions League, and even before that, because it's just... Because you've not watched football for, what, January? It... We went out of the Champions League last week. <laughs> but it's just... You up- went out of the Champions League in January, mate. It just upsets me, you know. I come from a hard week of work. I want to have fun and watch my team do well. And I instead, know, yeah. I watch us try and defend with four centre-backs against uh, Watford. Yeah, exactly. And oh, lose. But it's not been too bad. It's not been too bad. So, right, we're going to wrap this up now because um, we're going to do the business. So, guys... This is us basically in Smith's pub. It's been a bit of a random yeah. one, to be fair. It's been a bit of shenanigans, but... It's, um, yeah, no shenanigans. Um, it's, it's been weird. I hope you... This is a bit of a test, though, to see what we're like out and about and see what's going on. There's a bit of dodgy, um, like, kind of noise. I would say noise pollution with the background fan and behind us, but hopefully it's all right. But we'll do the business. So, um, guys, it's been a pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed it. There's going to be more to come once a week. Go, um, what online podcast with myself, Ryan, and obviously other guests. You had Charlie today. Say bye bye, Charlie. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, take care of yourselves. Bye.